Indigenous podcast series, Privileging Indigenous Oral Traditions, Past, Present, and Future, may bring up feelings of concern for people that are listening. The Indigenous podcast series speaks to issues of concern for Indigenous people and non-Indigenous people in Canada. If you are an Indian residential school survivor, or you are the descendant of an Indian residential school survivor, and feel that you would benefit from discussion with a counselor or someone providing support following this podcast, please call 1-800-721-0066, which is the Indian Residential School Survivor Society, and ask for support. Again, that number is 1-800-721-0066. For students that may experience feelings of upset as a result of uh, the information provided uh, on the podcast, please know that uh, the counseling office is a respectful and safe atmosphere to schedule a counseling appointment. If you're a student at Thompson Rivers University, you can drop in to the Faculty of Student Development Services, reception between 8.30 and 4, Monday to Friday in Old Main, 1631, or you can call 250-828-5023. So Thompson Rivers University campuses are on the traditional lands of Tecumloops to Chiquetan, the Kamloops campus, and the Kikalp, the Williams Lake campus, within Shikwetmulu. This is the traditional and unceded territory of the Shikwetan nation. The region also extends into the territories of the Statlium, the Inglakapam, the Newhawk, the Silkotan, the Dakhel, and the Seal nations. And then to go, Kachimegwich, Kajay Manitou, Makwa Maseyat, Nadishnakaz, Anishnabekwe, Kisukus First Nation, Ndonji, Makwadodam. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Indigenous podcast series, Privileging Indigenous Oral Traditions, Past, Present, and Future. My traditional name is Makwa Maseyat. Uh, in my Soto Ojibwe language, that means I'm walking with bears. And I'm from uh, Kisukus First Nation, which is a Soto community uh, about halfway down the province in Saskatchewan, very close to the Manitoba border. And my family is from the Bear Clan. In my work life, I am an associate professor and a Canada Research Chair in Indigenizing Higher Education, Faculty of Education, School of Education and Social Work at Thompson Rivers University in Kamloops, British Columbia. It's my pleasure to to welcome you to this new Indigenous podcast series and to give some background and some information about how this podcast series came to be. Last year, in May 2021, Um, I was uh, about to present a course called Privileging Indigenous Oral Traditions and Story Work in International Indigenous Research. Students in that class were from India and from China. We had people with um, Filipino backgrounds who are generation uh, Canadians. We had Indigenous students. We had students from Vietnam, people from Bangladesh, all over the world. 
And in May of last year was when the Kamloops Indian Band, to Kamloops to Shikwetan, presented the world with information that 215 potential grave sites had been found at the site of the Kamloops Indian Residential School, which was in effect in this unceded Shikwetan territory between about 1896 and 1996. So for about 100 years, and about seven generations of Indigenous children from the Shaquetan Territory and outlying territories had been forced to attend school, and some of which were buried there. The realization uh, of that information really impacted the students in that class, and we heard that people from all over the world were now aware of the unmarked graves found uh, in this territory. And there was a lot of emotion from the students uh, that were part of that uh, course. One of the outcomes uh, that had never, you know, happened to me before and had never uh, been a part of my consciousness with any other course that I taught uh, that I was not prepared for was that at the end of the course, some of the students said, you know, based on what we've come to know and what we've experienced during this life of this course is that we would like to share some of our learnings and some of the information with our, our fellow students, uh, international students, domestic students, indigenous students, and uh, community at large. And they birthed the idea of having a podcast with four students and myself um, to bring pieces of the course information and other information to the larger TRU community and the Shaquetan communities and the non-Indigenous communities. And so the idea for this Indigenous podcast series was birthed by Francis Metalozo, who was a Master of Education student in that course, Chu Ying Zhao, Marian Erickson, and Harshamran Grua, uh, all um, women of, of color uh, and Indigenous women who were interested in participating. And so this is the beginning of the first in the series. And um, students have asked if I would just provide some background information. So now you have it. This, um, I guess the idea germinated about June 2021 at the end of the course. And like I said before, I've never had a group of students that said, let's continue uh, what we've learned in this course, you know, on our own time in a different uh, platform, in a different way. Um, none of them had been participants in a podcast before. None of them knew um, what the podcast platform might look like or what we would have to choose from. And so they really learned uh, heavily on our uh, faculty and staff in the open learning uh, part of Thompson Rivers University. Um, one of the one of my colleagues, Matthew Stronek, uh, agreed to support the students in their learning, and from there, really, Francis Metalozo took the lead in organizing the students, uh, organizing the learning, organizing the platform, um, and for us all together to brainstorm about who we would like to participate as the interviewee in this course. Uh, podcast. The first one to complete her podcast interview is Chu Ying Zhao from China. And uh, Chu Ying has chosen to interview uh, Laura Grizzly Paws, who was a prof of hers at TRU uh, during her master's program. And so we will begin with Chu Ying Zhao, Miigwech. 
Hello everyone, my name is Chu Ying and I am an international student who study I'm at in um, tier U right now. I'm originally from China, so I'm gonna introduce myself uh, shortly in Chinese right now. 妈妈名字叫元雅，我来自一个嗯非常典型的小康家庭。然后我的家人有啊，爸爸妈妈、爷爷奶奶，呃，我来加拿大已经五年了。然后我对原住民文化开始有兴趣是在二零一八年，这是
residential school and safety school. We watching a documentary. It's called、uh, Richard Carnedal Cry from a Diary of Midi's Children. So Richard Carnedal is one of the I I I don't call them homeless survivor, but because he he is like suicide. Uh, Mitty Hughes,、uh, who killed himself in 1984 at age of 17. So that documentary is basically talking about his experience and his life and how he is influenced by the sex group movement, and that is resulting from what the welfare system did to indigenous people. And after I saw that documentary, I can still like strongly feel. This is something I want to get involved with. I want to become an ally for the indigenous people because I can feel that that part of heartbroken side of it, and I feel connected in that room. I I'm I'm barely like every time when I when I thinking about that documentary, that part of history, I will suddenly cry about it. So I always holding really strongly belief is that. If I wanted, as international students, what can I do for indigenous community? What can I do with my own identity? What 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 the community needs? So that also like dragged me into this podcast. Its topics、uh, as I talk with the Laura Grizzly Paws. And she's a really great indigenous knowledge keepers, and、uh, is working with、uh, indigenous language revitalizations. And we will talk about this later in my sections.、Uh, the really important thing that she expressed is that it's really important to bring the awareness to the pop to the public. So I think that is a really important part. And why this podcast is so meaningful to me. And why me and Frances Hoshmar and and Marian want to build up this podcast is that we wanted to give、uh, the our audience and everybody who listen to this podcast about what we learned from indigenous culture, indigenous peoples, and we're coming here as a learner. We're coming here learning from others, and in the indigenous world, will. Learning is not just a, like a one way out. We're learning. We're sharing. So sharing is a really important part. We wanted to tell us what we we received from the closet that we have with a doctor, Makuya Masaya, and we want to bring this kind of awareness to the public, to the audience, to everyone who listen to this podcast, and to sharing what we. Uh, received from the classes, what we received from the indigenous,、um, from indigenous culture. What is important to indigenous people? What is important to us? So that part, this is why we want to starting this、um, podcast programs,、um, and I, I think this is a, like the meaningful part in my learning journey to have this podcast and provided this platform. Allow me to、uh, share what I learned from the classes、um, from the over years learning journey, and I think this is a really important part, not only for me but for everybody else. I think that's why we want to started these programs, 
and that's why I wanted more to dig more things into the indigenous cultures to seek what the indigenous communities really need to come here as a learner to share what we learned and also learn from others. Thank you. I will pass the stick to Francis Medloso. Waikatipu, Francis Rasquez. Hello, my name is Francis Makapagal Madaloso, and I'm truly thankful, actually, for being here with you on this virtual space on the unceded and traditional lands of Tecumloops to Shikwekmek, where TRU is located. It is on this land that I have studied and learned my responsibility towards reconciliation. I'm joining virtually from the traditional lands of the Katsi First Nation located in the lower Fraser Valley region of BC. Ang pangalan ko ay si Francis Macapagal Madaloso. Ako ay Filipino-Canadian taga Winnipeg, magulang Pilipino. Ang aking ama si Francisco Macapagal taga Cubao, Quezon City. Ang aking ina, Myrna Ormita Macapagal. Tagabangan lo onion sa Philippines. Pero ang aking asawa si Matthew Madaloso. Hello, my name is Francis Macapagal Madaloso. I am a second generation Filipina Canadian born in Winnipeg, Manitoba. But my parents are from the Philippines. My father is Francisco Macapagal from Cubao, Quezon City, and my mother is from Bangar lo onion in the Philippines. And my husband's name is Matthew Madaloso. What were the culminating events that led me here today? In February of 2021, I was in a Master of Education course on diversity, taught by my former colleague from North Vancouver, Dr. Pam Gurney. And she showed a video recording of Professor Kevin Lamoureux from University of Winnipeg, a national scholar an educational lead on truth and reconciliation. Lamoureux's message was a foreshadowing note of hope which came four months before the unmarked graves announcement into Kamloops. You might not have been part of the problem, but you can be part of the solution. In May of 2021, I knew I couldn't pass up the opportunity to be in an, an Indigenous international research course on decolonizing Indigenous research methodology. It was only usually available in person, but due to the pandemic, I was able to join online with Dr. Shelley Johnson, also known as Dr. Mukwet Masayit. It was in this course that I was able to listen to the stories that have been shared by Indigenous leaders and scholars. The course readings and assignments made me appreciate the importance of family and culture and language. I was in a group project that presented on the Truth and Reconciliation Commission during the announcements of the unmarked graves. Questions raced through my mind regarding the nuances of my identity. Should I tell them I'm Catholic? Should I hide it? But that wasn't me. I remembered in the educational leadership course I took the month before, authentic leaders like Nelson Mandela and Mahatma Gandhi were transparent about their identity. It was through their authenticity and wanting to change broken systems that they gained people's respect because of their individual merits. Transforming one heart at a time. Why was I resisting? While doing that project, I also discovered that my alumni was on the former St. Paul's residential school lands, stirring a lot of questions. 
Why wasn't I taught any of this in high school? That was another layer of emotion. In May of 27, 2021, Tecumloops First Nation announced the sorrowful news of the unmarked graves. When I found out about the unmarked graves, my heart was in agony. As a mother, I wept profoundly. As a Catholic, I felt shame. As a student, why wasn't I taught? And as an educator, I asked, how did this happen? And as a Canadian, how can an entire country allow this? How could the Catholic Church partake in such discriminating acts that goes against the very teachings of my faith to protect the dignity of the human person, body, and spirit? How was I, as a mother, to tell my children that the Catholic Church responded to the Canadian government's legislation on residential schools, which took away Indigenous language and culture, and that mothers for seven generations were stripped away of the right to be with their children, all for the sake of assimilation, and a disordered goal to strip away Indigenous languages and cultural identity. I left that course knowing I would never be the same, and knowing that I have a responsibility as an educator and a student. But what was I to do? I was like a puzzle piece wanting to know, where did I fit in all of this? And how can I help others find answers? At the end of Dr. Makwa Masayat's course, a question was proposed. Does anyone want to do anything with the education they just received? My choleric temperament instantly said, yes. I would like to start a podcast on reconciliation with any of my colleagues wanting to participate. I'm not sure why I proposed a podcast as I had no prior knowledge to recording a podcast. And I kept thinking, if I come as a learner to fine tune and to listen, then my heart is in the right place and the rest will come through learned skill. Meanwhile, from September to April, these past eight months, I undertook an autoethnographic research project under the academic supervision of Dr. Gloria Ramirez and Dr. Makwa Masayat, being the second reader, to guide me through my autoethnography. An autoethnography allows for one's cultural practices, traditions, and upbringings to be included when examining a cultural phenomena. In this manner, I address the nuances of my identity in its totality. How can I find the melody of reconciliation as a second-generation Filipina-Canadian, Catholic, educator, graduate student, and mother? This leads me here today with a completed Master's of Education degree and a greater sense of reciprocity to give back for what I have learned here at my time at Thompson Rivers University. It has been an honor to work with Dr. Makwa Masayat and Chu Ying Zhao, an international student from Xi'an, China, and Harsimran Kerr Grewal from Punjab, India, and Marian Erickson, a Dakhelm Indigenous midwifery researcher. It was through mutual respect and trust that we were able to persevere to get ethics approval from the university's research ethics board in the hopes to give back to the community in this capacity, in this moment in Canadian history, as we say in Filipino, mabuhay, which means long live. 
And now I will pass the talking stick to Harsimran Kur Grewal. Sashrikal Sarenu, Mirana Harsimran Kur Garewala, the make Punjabi Porta Chotej Shaher Kanetua. Make a Nida the Vichika Ik Antarashtri with the Arti the Tortiaia. They may Ik Sik community no belong Kartia. Hi everyone, my name is Harsimran Kur Garewal. I just introduced myself in my mother tongue, which is Punjabi. As you have, must have really seen that I have used a few English words, which is an impact of colonialism. So first of all, I would like to acknowledge um, that I'm joining you all from the unceded territory of the Gatesi Nation. And I would also like to acknowledge that I've studied at the Thompson University, University which is situated on the traditional lands of the Tkamlus Kvapmik. I've been fortunate enough to have this opportunity to study on these lands and I thank all the people for giving me that opportunity and the privilege. So when I came to Canada, I was unaware of the dark history that Canada has kept hidden for hundreds of years, which got revealed last year in May when 215 unmarked graves were discovered near the site of the former residential schools in Kamloops. And later on, more discoveries across the country followed. So this discovery, it forced a lot of Canadians to take a hard look at the horrific treatment of the Indigenous children and the present-day injustices to the Indigenous people. Fortunately, I was enrolled in the course of privileging Indigenous oral traditions and story work in international Indigenous research under the guidance of Professor Makwa Maseth, who is largely known as Shelley Johnson. And it was then, during that, that course, we came up with the idea of podcast. So the idea behind this was to educate the masses at large about the injustices that prevail in Canada, which is largely known for its multiculturalism. I came to Canada thinking that it's a country of the peacemakers, it's a very safe nation, but I wasn't aware of the dark history. Moreover, what intrigued me the most was the idea of assimilation and how the colonizers they had tried to force the indigenous people to follow their ways of life. They had not tried, but they actually did it. I could actually relate to the loss of language and culture, and that is what has, has happened in India. The Western culture, it has predominated the traditions and ways of living. So it made me realize the impact of colonialism has had on people and how the minorities are targeted. And I firmly believe that it is a lack of education and voice that has led to a lot of grievances. I remember going to UBC with my colleague Francis. So we went to UBC and we were there for an event where Phyllis Webster, who is one of the residential school survivors. We were fortunate enough to go and see the life story of hers. And it was then we got to know how the people were treated in the residential schools. And it made me question, is that what education is for? So my part of the podcast, it will see how the course of education has shaped in Canada over these years. And my part of the podcast, it will focus on decolonization of education. I shall be interviewing Professor Makwa Masayat herself. The idea behind our podcast is to bring about an awareness in the public about these issues 
that are not really talked about in the journal life. This reminds me of a very um, powerful quote by Yuri Kochiyama and I believe that's what our motive is doing this podcast. People have the right to violence, to rebel and to fight back. And doing this podcast is our way of fighting back. Thank you. The Indigenous podcast series speaks to issues of concern for Indigenous people and non-Indigenous people in Canada. If you are an Indian residential school survivor, or you are the descendant of an Indian residential school survivor, and feel that you would benefit from discussion with a counselor or someone providing support following this podcast, please call 1-800-721-0066, which is the Indian Residential School Survivor Society, and ask for support. Again, that number is 1-800-721-0066. To schedule a counseling appointment, if you're a student at Thompson Rivers University, you can drop in to the Faculty of Student Development Services, reception between 8.30 and 4, Monday to Friday in Old Main, 1631, or you can call 250-828-5023. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah.